This podcast mixtape is presented by Basic Space, Future Commerce for Generation X. For more on Basic Space, please visit basic.space or download the app on your iPhone. You're listening to Own the Future. I'm your host, Jesse Lee. This episode's with Gregory Boutte, the Chief Client and Digital Officer of Caring, home to luxury brands such as Gucci, Bottega Veneta, St. Laurent, Balenciaga, among others. We discuss the importance of IRL shopping experience, as well as the innovation for consumers coming out of China. In-store is where luxury shines, right? Where it shows like what makes it special. So in terms of priority, like my goal is really to see areas in the client experience where digital can augment the experience we're already providing in-store and online, right? So in-store is like we're providing for example, apps to uh, sales associates so that they can deliver a much more personal experience to their customers, right? Because they know about their sizes, about their purchase history and stuff like this. So we augment the performance of the sales associate to deliver an even better experience. And online, we want to bridge the the gap, right? And try to build a truly luxury experience. And that's the second priority. And uh, we're making a significant inroads there, right? Like we have, like we're using more and more AR. Uh, Gucci has been uh, a pioneer in that space of, of sort of being able to, to visualize the Gucci products on uh, in, in, in sort of the space, thanks to the phone or uh, second, they're, they're at the, again, at the cutting edge in terms of uh, try on uh, technologies where you can try on products on, on you like shoes or glasses and stuff like this. Um, and now we're also bridging the gap with with making pilots around trying to bring the sales associate into the into the online experience where when you're browsing the e-com site, like you can as a customer, you can decide to chat with a sales associate in a store and enter sort of in a sort of a FaceTime call on a video so that you can have like nearly the, 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 the in-store experience in the comfort of your home. Right. So we're playing with those ideas to see how we can raise um, the online experience to a true, truly uh, luxury level. I, I like what you said in a, in a sense of, cause I think for some, they, they assume that an e-commerce experience, you know, versus brick and mortar in-store, right. They, they sort of treat them as not only separate, but like try to make a case that one's just better than the other. And then while like on the luxury space, of course, like the in-store experience is where it's at and you can get the true connection Without naming names, for example, but like on just like e-com shopping experience, right? It just becomes more of a convenience play. And you're just buying things, whereas if you go into a store, it's a real shopping experience, right? So it's sort of the things that I think a lot of people miss the most, not just because of the pandemic and COVID, but even as the digitization of everything going on, there's less of that experiential component, the joy of like discovery and curation, right? Of like finding out about a new product or a designer because you happen to be in the store, just, you know, looking through things. I think the downside of everything going online or a lot of things going online is that it just becomes like a buying spree, right? It's all about a convenience play. Maybe you're just looking for a sale or the quickest delivery, but then in it, you're not getting that same textural experience and the full joy of shopping. And I think to your point, instead of trying to copy and paste each other, it's, I think you touched on it. How do you add, right? Like better experiences, even online. So it sort of mimics how the same feeling you get when you're in the store. And then within the store, I love how you talked about like, then you're bringing technology into the space so that you can actually also get a more personalized experience even within the store, right? Even you talk about the app and I've experienced this firsthand back in the day, if you go to a Gucci store and you ask for a certain color or a different skew, like they'd have to go in the back and check. 
And I believe one of the innovations that you guys created and your team now, like when you're in the store, they just pull up on their phone and you can get the answer right away, right there. Right. So even that is like shaving Mm -hmm. off 30 seconds of wait time, right. In an in-store experience is probably a very subtle thing that most people may not think about, but you're adding a much quicker customer friendly experience. And then online, the same thing to your point about, like if you're browsing online and then you want to talk to someone, now you're almost going like rotary analog by being able to call somebody and then talk to an associate. I kind of like um, how you're connecting those, but not forcing just one or the yeah. other. And I think that's, sorry to cut you off, JC, yeah. but I think this is a, a very important point, right? To sort of figure out, again, I like to say that digital is a means to an end, right? Like we don't have to make the in-store experience more digital if it's not improving the experience, right? This is why for the moment we haven't really, right or wrong, right? But we haven't really invested in in IoT, uh, sort of connected mirrors and stuff like this because for me, this is a little bit sort of mimicking to your point, the online experience. But if I came to a store, it's because I I want to see a freaking sales associate who's gonna create a bond Talk to me about whatever the wedding I'm going to or the party I'm going to and, and sort of my, what I like, what I don't like. And it's going to base on this sort of give me some amazing styling advice in terms of things I should I should try. Right. So for me, the, the question is, like, how can digital make this experience 2x, 3x better because we equip the SA with like an app that prevents him from going, uh, you know, uh, in the in the stock and, and lose the customer for 10 minutes. And, and hence deliver a poor experience, right? So we went as far, and Gucci has, has been at the forefront of this to create like a runner app. And the runner app is like, we used to have like the app where they can check the stock available real time so that they don't have to go into the stock to check whether the product's available. But now it's, if the product's available, they don't go pick it up. They have an app where they call somebody whose job it is to go pick up the product so that the sales associate can stay with the, the client and deliver this amazing experience. So this is recognizing that the sales associate plays a critical role in in the experience, in the in-store experience, and we want to maximize it and augment it. And we're using digital tools to make that, right? To keep the relationship going uh, by having this runner app where somebody else does it or uh, preventing him from sort of losing the connection with the client and stuff. So that's where I think digital is best used versus saying, okay, I need to go digital in-store, so I'm putting screens everywhere and stuff like this, right? So practicing that judgment, I think, is 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 critical and that's what it's not an easy thing to do but it's something we, we try to do um in, in, in our with um various maisons i mean a lot of the growth uh, in the luxury industry is coming from china uh and chinese customers represent a solid third of our revenue right so when you're working in a luxury company um you want to make sure you understand the chinese customer and also the chinese ecosystem okay? because it's very very different and so one of the things i loved about my new job is like i'm a bit ashamed to admit this but it, it was the first time i was actually i went to china is in my new job and it, it always also struck me having worked in the san francisco and sort of the what i consider one of the if not the number one sort of tech hub in the world right like in terms of innovation it was like i was completely and maybe it's just me i i heard very little about china when i was in silicon valley and just going there and seeing how different and how dynamic the tech ecosystem is over there in terms of new ideas coming up. And, and, and again, I had this perception of just the same uh, sort of uh, apps or website being copied in, in, in China. And going there, I was just blown away by the entrepreneurial spirit, the pace of at which new businesses are, are, are created and, and scaling and getting closer to this and, and, and trying to learn how to, 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 to use this ecosystem to engage our customers. I, 
I, I got fascinated by sort of, you know, some of the apps that are uh, developed there. Obviously, WeChat is a, is a huge one, right? Where, but it's not just, we tend to make parallels in our mind around like, well, it's a bit like WhatsApp. Well, it's not. It's, it's just a completely different sort of app that does so many different things that a lot of apps that we are familiar with on, in the US and in Europe uh, is doing separately and then creates opportunities that are just mind boggling, right? And then if you look at sort of all the, formats of, of social media uh, activities and, and apps in, in China around the little red book, Douyin and stuff like this, like, and, and sort of with now the emergence of live stream, you see the way commerce is being done, you know, changing in a way or being at least, I mean, changing in China for sure, but being completely different from the way we used to hear, right? Where a lot of our shopping is still happening the way it was in 2000, right? Where we basically browse a listing page uh, pick a product, put it in a cart, and check out. Right? Like, if you think about it, the experience hasn't really changed dramatically. And whereas, if you go to China, commerce is being done in a very, very different way. Live stream is definitely a good. It is currently very, very hot in China, and a good example of this is how like people no longer browse. I mean, they've never really opened any email in China, and they've never really browsed e-commerce sites, right? A lot of the e-commerce activities is happening on sort of uh, marketplaces like uh, Tmall, like JD, and now it's happening increasingly around live stream, where basically you have people, either young influencers or sort of celebrities, talking about products and then selling incredible volumes. And this is becoming sort of the mainstream way of, of doing commerce in China. So it's been fascinating to me to look at the new formats and so the innovation happening in this country and how quickly they're adopted by the mainstream population. It's absolutely fascinating. And, and I'm surprised that we're not talking more about China in the US and in Europe to, as a source of inspiration for new ideas and innovation, uh, because it's certainly been an incredible source of uh, energy and, and, and inspiration for, for me in, the, in this new job uh, and, for, and for our teams in terms of trying to figure out how to engage at least one third of our customers and potentially more in the future, right? The 10 episode compilation is produced by Westwood Westwood and edited by Jason Stewart.